Welcome to the Grace Filled Life Podcast with Margo Martin, where we are on day four of our mini series entitled Resilient Motherhood. And today we are going to be talking about quiet time. First of all, if you have been jumping around and maybe you just randomly found this episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 20 because it's talking about what it actually means to be resilient. Because being resilient means that we're stretched and we're bent and we always come back to our firm shape. And I think that quiet time is actually integral to this. But first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this mini series. I'm so grateful for all of you and for um, just the encouragement that I've heard that you're getting from this. I really feel so humbled by that and just praise God for that. So I'm hoping that as we head into a subject that sometimes people feel especially moms feel like it's very challenging, that you'll feel encouraged to know that there is no right or wrong way in our quiet time. I just want to share with you how quiet time is something that's so important to help us build that resiliency as moms. The words quiet time kind of make me giggle a little bit because where is the quiet in motherhood? Someone tell me because I have not quite found that yet because motherhood is loud, it's busy, and lots of times we don't have moments alone. Like for example, I went to the bathroom earlier today and I kid you not, in the matter of 30 seconds, I had two children, two, knocking at my door saying, mommy, where are you? Are you in there? What are you doing? Why are you in there? (laughs) Motherhood is exhausting, it's sacrificial, and it's easily the best but the hardest thing I have ever done. I mean, it truly takes us to the end of our ropes, right? And I was thinking about this. I had got this picture in my head as I was thinking about how can we build resiliency in motherhood? And I got this picture. Stick with me for a second. Have you ever seen someone scale a rope? Like maybe at a circus or Cirque du Soleil, or maybe you've been down to a resort in Mexico and you go to their shows and someone's scaling this rope. And I am always amazed at the amount of strength that it takes anyone who scales a rope to actually do it because... They, they are undeterred. Even when it starts swaying, they have this, and they're, they have this firm grip and they, they know that they're not going to fall and they are confident in their abilities because they've practiced and they have a firm grip. And here's the thing about motherhood and resiliency. Motherhood will bring us down to the end of our rope and we will fall off. If we don't strengthen our grip, we will break, we will bend, and we will feel like we can't get back up. But strengthening of our muscles, of our spiritual muscles that will make us more resilient can only happen through asking God to help us and spending time with him, right? Resilient motherhood will be built as we strengthen our grip. I still don't think that I will ever try to climb a rope because that doesn't seem like fun to me and I don't have that kind of upper arm strength. (laughs) But I hope you get the picture here because I think that that's kind of the picture that I want to have of like, instead of like, I would just slide right down to the end of this rope, right? Because that's not my strength. But if I strengthen that area, I imagine I'd be able to keep climbing back up and have that confidence that when it sways or when circumstances come in, that I can go back to my firm foundation and know that I can be resilient because I'm rooted in Jesus. You may think that it's a job to spend time with God, and I have been there, and I I know how you feel, but I promise you, it will strengthen you more than you ever thought possible in your weary moments. I know nights are long. We're tired. We have a million things to do on our to-do list, and sometimes this feels like this is just another thing we have to do, but maybe, just maybe, this one should be at the top. I've had to learn to make it a habit to get up before my kids and do my quiet time and work out because it equips me to take on my day. But that's something that I've had to learn through trial and error to do. And it works for me in my season of life. And I was, as I was thinking about quiet time, 
I think it's oddly similar to self-care when I did that episode on that earlier this week. And in that, number one, you should pick a time. Stay consistent with it. Do it at a time that you know works for you. Maybe it's when you are getting up early in the morning. Maybe you're in a season where you just, you do it while you nurse. Maybe you're in a season where um, you take a walk and you put in worship music and or a sermon or something on a podcast and you listen and you're encouraged in Jesus. Maybe it's just you're in a season where it's right before you go to bed and you're like, oh gosh, I just, I have, I, this is like the only thing I can do. I can barely keep my eyes open, but God, help me to meditate on something that you have for me. Just pick a time and do it. And God understands your seasons. Number two, it's okay to have your kids see you do it. Actually, I think that's the best. Usually I work, I do my quiet time and then I work out. But my favorite is when I switch the order and I work out and I have quiet time and the kids come down when their alarm goes off and they see me. Because if if they don't see me doing it, how are they going to see that it's important when I, when I tell them that it's an important thing for them to build too, right? And number three, kind of like what I talked about with self-care, that habits form a discipline, right? We become disciplined as we create these habits and we stick to them. It's the same thing with quiet time. And it's also something that we really need to, number four, give ourselves grace in if you miss a day. You just get right back up and you you try again the next day, right? And sometimes it's different, like I said, in different seasons. And I feel like that's something that I'm going to keep saying because I know that some of you are in a season where you're like, this feels impossible to get up early. Well, it might not feel so impossible in a different season or if you just try to do it, but give yourself grace. God gets you. He gets your heart. He understands. And number five, remember that quiet time, contrary to what it says, it doesn't have to be quiet. It might be with your kids running around. It might be um, as you're sitting in the pickup line for the car to pick up the kids from school. It doesn't have to be quiet. There is no right or wrong way to do it, but sometimes we're in seasons where it just can't be quiet. So if you are struggling in this area, like I said, go back and listen to my my episode. I think it's episode four on how to do a quiet time because I give lots of resources on how to start. But if you, I just want to say to you, if you don't know where to start or how to do it, start with the book of John or Psalms and read one chapter a day and meditate on it and really just ask God how you can apply it to your life if you don't know where to start. Because it's kind of like, having gas in your car, right? <laughs> if you can run around on empty so much of the time when we were actually meant to live with the tank full and spending time with God is the only way for us to feel full and for us to be resilient because get this, he is the very definition of resilient. He is resilient. Resiliency is who he is. And when we spend time with God, he builds up that resiliency in us, right? Because in Psalm 16, 11, it says, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Do you see that that is a promise that you will fill me with joy in your presence? So when we spend time in his presence, he will fill us with joy. It's a promise, right? Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I like this one. Listen to this. Psalm 81, 10. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. (laughs) He will fill us. He will provide for us. He's going to give us his spirit. He's through his word. He promises that if we come eager and hungry to him, he is going to fill us. 
I don't want to repeat myself too much, but I would just highly encourage you to go back and listen to episodes three through five if you need help in this area, because like I said, there are so many practical tools in that episode. But this is what I want to leave you with. If you feel drained, if you feel that like this is an area where you just don't even know how to have resiliency, that's normal. You may just feel like you can't make the time happen. But here's the thing. Maybe it just is you laying in bed at night, listening to the Bible in your headphones or your AirPods right before you go to sleep, or even just one reading one verse that you repeat in your head as you fall asleep. God knows your seasons. He just wants your heart in each season in whatever way that may look like so that he can build your resilient. He can build resiliency in you because it's not your job to build your resiliency. That's what he came to do for us. He wants you to know, Mama, that he will build that resiliency through taking the time to listen to his voice in the chaos that is motherhood. So if you feel down, bent out of shape, and weary in your journey as a mom, lean into his voice and you will find your resiliency slowly start to take shape as you spend time with him.